0: Nerd or not, brought to you by Hyrule's Rusty Broadswords. Because nothing breaks faster while mid fight like a Hylian Rusty Broadsword. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the Nerd or Not Podcast, where we give our opinion on a range of topics, whether it be movie, TV, sports, video games, board games, comics, and anything else under the bright nerd sun. I'm Bob. I'm here with Corey today, and today is Towel Day. You got your towel, Corey? Yep. Yeah. Most useful tool in the universe. Absolutely. You can obviously dry yourself with it, use mm-hmm. it as a pillow, and we know everything else that <laughs> you could probably use this yeah. thing for. Anyway, with- it can be used for assault, too. Especially yeah get it yeah rat tail, wham
0: rat tail oh, oh.
1: killing vampires, maybe Ooh, that, yeah, that's, maybe that's your job to screw someone with it, <laughs> we went really dark there, didn't we I, I I guess I don't know, yeah, so it's been a little while since we've uh- talk, got together uh let's go over some of the past uh things in the news as' of, yeah. like, there's been a but, number of trailers
0: right, not to make an obvious seg or anything from vampire killing the Oh, long, the long gestating, uh, Warren Ellis Castlevania trailer. Yeah. You saw that, right?
1: Yeah. The yeah, NES that. with the, on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. it's great. Yeah.
0: Pushing the obvious nostalgia buttons and we're still eating it all up. So until somebody like hops up onto YouTube and does like a straight up criticism of any of these things that hasn't happened yet, I guess it's just going it, to, that's going
1: to be a, a trend for a while. Yeah.
0: Three decade old trend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> On top yeah. of the, uh, the the Stranger Things, uh, if I can point there over there, so mm-hmm. we got Stranger Things, and now this Castlevania trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there seems to be like a resurgence of eighties nostalgia, or I wouldn't I, say a res- I wouldn't say a resurgence. Oh uh, yeah.
0: Even since like even since the early '90s, the '80s had the '80s is like flat out refused to leave us completely. I mean, you've had stuff like yeah. uh, the Wedding Singer was heavy '80s. Yeah, oh, Romy yeah no. and, I just saw Romeo and Michelle, and that uh, was all jam packed with '80s references, and that took place in fucking 1995. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there were Stranger Things, and in, even in the last decade before, uh, even in the last decade before the uh, the tens uh we had you know there was there was repeated uh uh references uh i can't come up with any right now but it was there it's always been there it's just that in the last two years it seems to have been like it just bars the door down instead of peeking in the window and waving hi to us every once in a while (laughs) i like like, that you know what i'm just here now deal with it
1: (laughs) do you think any other decade has had such a uh, love affair and pop culture. I mean, everyone seems to love the eighties.
0: I think the reason, well, the seventies seems to be like, uh, uh the seventies seems to have a pretty, uh, uh, noticeable presence as well. It's just that the eighties seems to stick around for the longest because people that were children during that decade are now pulling the purse strings of the media industry in this country, you know, and from a create, from a creativity and even a marketing standpoint, uh, Uh, these these enterprises know their audience you know because they are them
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah. it doesn't help that the 70s sucked and the 90s were probably worse than the 80s so that's the
0: thing that's the weird thing nobody seems to there was this cliche for a while like among Tumblrites and and social media uh, in a broader spectrum sorry kind of losing myself here where people refer to themselves as, as 90s kids somewhat ironically like they would say hey I'm a 90s kid and then they'd show something from the fucking 50s but the joke persisted because people were aware, you know, but nobody really, nobody really can come up with anything that sums up the nineties beyond the early nineties, where you are either a, um, brightly colored geometric shapes and slime or B grunge, grunge, grunge flannel. After like a certain point in the nineties, there is a loss of identity. It goes away because that part of the nineties just starts referencing a whole bunch of shit that took place in the past including the eighties. Yeah. So, (laughs) so it's a funny thing that like the night people that like get wistful for the nineties, aren't going to have anything to refer to as far as like a style identity goes, because half of the nineties was fucking nostalgia already.
1: It was obsessed with it at that point. I don't know. That's when there was basically, yeah, a boom of, of past decade nostalgia. I mean, the black Mm -hmm. crows were big about sixties stuff. Right. right? Yeah. 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 And, uh, there was the, the death of the hair band basically happened in the 90s. Uh-huh, uh, that, that so. was early
0: on though. That was when, when alternative music happened. Yeah. And that seems to be like the closest anybody can come to for a 90s identity is uh, uh, the alternative music thing, which of course we now know is like a huge fucking funny joke. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because it's basically like the music industry feeding us a new brand of pop culture. And it was like, oh, oh, this is so independent and groovy. And it's not really, it's not <laughs> the scouts found them the old fashioned way and repackaged them. And well, you know how that goes. Um, aside from that, there was also the political hypersensitivity, which, Hey, is kind of back now in a big way, but you know, never mind. Nobody really enjoys that shit. So right. The nineties, uh, what's it got going for it?
1: What is it good for? I won't sing anymore. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was uh, the Castlevania, and then Stranger Things, but we got some other trailers we want to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, there was, was there a new trailer for Spider-Man? I know there was a new international trailer.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty cool. Um, it opens up with uh, Spider-Man doing all sorts of zany millennial things because them kids and their smart cell phones, <laughs> vining their superhero antics, all <laughs> oh, with their sexting and their and their. Their Tetris. Oh
1: wait, Tetris was our generation.
0: <laughs> and, uh, and revealing their secret identities to all their Twitter followers. That's the part that didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me, but I guess yeah. they'll, they'll figure it out during, uh, they'll,
1: yeah, they'll detail that in the movie, but it looks pretty fun. Yeah. So Spider-Man, yeah, it does look good. Uh, mm-hmm. Also pirates, new pirate movie coming out soon. Oh, yeah. oh we, yeah. we talked about this on our last podcast. We're, we're looking forward to this one. And the, the funny thing is that I was totally
0: planning on uh, watching it tomorrow. Sorry. Broadcast dates Thursday. Um, and uh, I realized that it's going to be kind of hard to pull off because I might
1: be very, very busy tomorrow, Friday. With what? With Possibly. Megacon. Yeah. big. <laughs> that's uh, the biggest one in the Southeast, am I right? Uh,
0: I believe so. Uh, it's been the biggest and the most mismanaged for like the last three years or so.
1: Well, management aside, because mm-hmm. the opportunity to be the biggest... yeah. Outside of uh, Comic-Con in San Diego, possibly. And right. Uh, is that going too far? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's
0: C2E2, of course. That one would arguably be bigger. Uh, and then there's the uh, San Diego Comic-Con. And then do they
1: still do one in New York? I think there's Wizard World New York now. I want to say yes. I don't have the info in front of me, but I'm, I'm going to say yeah. Hmm. Well, either way, um,
0: don't want to deal with that shit this year because I'm actually planning on going. And the level of mismanagement in the pa- in, in the past, or at least in the recent past, has been to the point where uh, you're having trouble finding a parking space and you're actually not going to megacon. You're just fucking going to work. And that's what I had to deal with at least three years in a row this time. It's like, oh yeah, I have to work, uh I have to work on Sunday and um I, I'm, I'm, it's a traffic jam.
1: Yeah. It's a traffic I, jam
0: here and it's six o'clock in the morning.
1: The one megacon I went to, I went I ended up parking in not a parking lot, like in the mud. So I was, <laughs> my shoes were filthy as I walked in. And I, I was there uh, either first or second day at, at doors opening. Uh-huh. Not much of a crowd. I was surprised by that. So I went in, and I was there for two reasons. To get uh-huh. autographs from Al Snow uh-huh. and Kevin Smith. And because I walked in, the crowds were very, very, very small. What, what year was this? This, oh, goodness, what was this? This was before... want to say before dogma so oh that
0: was okay that was a long time ago
1: yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) well i I mentioned al snow i mean right there (laughs) yeah well he's
0: He's not much up to much now right he's not up to much right now anyway
1: but yeah uh funny story about when Mm -hmm. i went to see kevin smith i i I walk in and i see the view askew uh uh shopping booth Mm -hmm. where they just have like gear and shirts and and movies and they're selling it. It's like a little mall kiosk. they have
0: a giant stand-up of Vulgar the Clown next to it? Because
1: that would have been cash money. (laughs) (laughs) None of that. Uh, But I walk up to it. I'm looking at it. And I brought my clerk's DVD for him to sign later in the day. Mm -hmm. And I'm going through the material. Another guy walks up to me, big guy. He's going through it. And he's not so much going through the merchandise as he is just looking. Just... Mm -hmm. And I noticed that he wasn't just observing. He was kind of, like, making sure things were are where they are. And he's, like, standing next to me. Mm. And I look out of the corner of my eye, and it's Kevin Smith in a baseball hat and a, in not a trench coat or hockey jersey. It was, like, some mm. other big coat that he was trying to hide himself. And he was observing his booth to make sure it was up to his standards. Wow, so, that's hands-on. Yeah. Huh. So I, I leaned over to him, and I Passed him my DVD and the Sharpie. I said, dude, can you just sign this real quick? <laughs> I, was, I was being super quiet because I know he was trying to be like incognito and everything. Uh-huh. He looked at me and was like, all right, all right, just real quick. And he signed. <laughs> he said, what's your name? I said, I'm, I'm Bob. He said, to Bob. I, he, he writes a thing. He hand, The second he hands it back to me, uh-huh. he thought alarms were going off because nerds from all 360 were just <gasps> flooding oh, towards no. us oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I blew his cover by trying to be <laughs> as low profile as possible. So he looks at me and he says, God damn you. <laughs> he looked at everybody and said, guys, I'm only out here for a minute. I'm going to do the signings later. He went backstage. I think he had, like, security or something with him because they saw the crowds running towards him. And he oh, went through a door everyone looked at me and was like, dude, how would you get so lucky? I was like, I don't know. It's good timing, I guess. I was just I was just here to get a a nails lighter or something.
0: Dude, good timing for you. Yeah. Where, where one Bob prospers, another Bob suffers.
1: <laughs> Many Bob suffer. <laughs> Especially the silent ones. Yeah. So that. <laughs> That was my Megacon experience, the only time, and I, mm-hmm. I think I creeped out Weird Al, or Weird Al, <laughs> Al Snow, yeah. when there, I got his There's, there's no crap. creeping out Weird Al, so no, it's, I don't think it's possible. Yeah. So, either way, uh, we, so we got Pirates, we got uh, Game of Thrones Season 7 trailer just dropped, mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man trailers are dropping, Megacon, Castlevania, uh, anything else over the past week? I'm pretty sure. Oh, ah uh, yes, Overwatch 1 year anniversary. I'm Overwatch. just going to take this time out to
0: uh pimp out that I had like the most amazing goddamn Overwatch stream last night. Not that there was like a whole lot of viewers because you know, it's my channel, but I will never play another set of rounds in that game that were that good for as long as I live. I swear. Really? Um yeah, there was a I started off with um well I had a couple of um I had a couple of loot crates from uh, the night before. Uh, I'm sorry, loot boxes in game, not loot crates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, from the night before, because I uh, won a pair of matches after buying an initial like five dollar drop, and it was like, oh cool. But the first, uh, the first box I opened was a Lucio skin that I really wanted. So as far as omens go, you know I'll hey. take that. Uh, then I had like a one versus one because I was kind of uh, bumped off of um, um, Palomas at that point. I didn't really, I wasn't really paying attention to what I was clicking on in the menu. And I won every single bout except for one, (laughs) and it just got better from there. I'm gonna have my VOD up in about a day, so you can see all the shit uncut too, if you wanna. Um, But it was fucking crazy. It was fucking crazy. Did you see the um? Did you see the Diva skin that they released for the anniversary? Uh, no,
1: maybe I have. I'm not quite sure what Diva is. Oh, she's the character from South Korea. Yes. uh uh-huh. Yeah. She's the, uh, the gamer mech pilot. Okay. Um,
0: and they kind of, uh, they kind of, uh, uh did her up like a Vargas style, uh, pinup with,
1: uh... Oh, that's what that, yes. I yeah, love uh-huh. that. That was
0: awesome. That was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, and, uh, all the detail that they put in, uh, put on the mech is not obvious because they still had to have it look like a mech, right? But all of that, uh, all of the, uh, uh, uh the French curves and the fin work that you used to see on old automobiles, they had to attach it to that as well except it couldn't be so obvious. So most of it was on the back and they, they included everything like the grill, um, the, uh, the the missile tail lights, uh, the, uh, the ornamental vents and shit. Mm-hmm. And the thing that like killed me was like, they put uh, a pine tree shaped air freshener in the cowl of the mech <laughs> holy shit i miss that i know i don't play that character a whole lot but like all of the ornamental shit that they've been putting out for has just like amused me to no end especially yeah. the um the selfie highlight reel thing is fucking hilarious
1: <laughs> yeah that's a game with a lot of character it's it's, yeah, it's great I, I don't play that game but my god the artwork alone and the backstory is yeah it's phenomenal from what they, I've seen, it's, uh, they've had to be in fifth gear on
0: that, uh, on that front with that game the entire time, because they know that the most immediate comparison, they're going to be drawing, uh, people are going to be drawing with it, especially from like a, a superficial level is going to be TF2 and TF2 from go has been one of the most like, <laughs> and it's strange to say this because it's a MOBA or, uh, an MM or an MMO still, but it's one of the most character driven games, probably on the market right now, people can like. People can like hear a line from that game and they'll know immediately you know what they're referring to and shit and right It's like, okay, yeah. well, overwatch, what's your game look like And they're like, at least as good as t f two That's awesome. So good for that. and uh yeah, it was a fun ass stream too, so you know, if you want to watch,
1: yeah, I can't wait to watch it. so <laughs> you said it'll go up in a couple of days.
0: Uh, I'm gonna try to make it at least a day.
1: okay, but uh, cool. no and no editing should make that pretty easy anyway, all right. So uh, the past couple of weeks, well, uh, last week we were tossing around topics about what to talk about, uh, aside from the the obvious, the uh, releases of the trailers and everything, yeah. and we came up with a, a really good idea that we that warrants discussion uh, for stuff that most people already have a game plan for when it comes to these gray areas have sometimes you can't plan for these things yeah sometimes you can't sometimes it comes out of left field and you mm-hmm. wonder how do i adjust for this yeah so in situations like this we're calling this discussion conditions apply where mm-hmm. we break down a scenario look at all the gray areas of this what uh could fall under public etiquette almost mm-hmm Uh, Sometimes it happens in the private sector, sometimes in the public, but it's basically how you would handle a a certain situation. The private sector. (laughs) Yeah. You know, for instance, the Halliburton boardroom
0: sometimes deals with this (laughs)
1: shit. (laughs) 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 Anyway, so if you don't know what we're talking about, basically, let me describe it. Uh, This is a discussion segment that helps you in the gray areas of public etiquette. Mm -hmm. What could be considered either common courtesy or rude behavior, such as what urinal do I stand at at a crowded public restroom? Yeah. Or who gets the armrest in a movie theater? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this week, we're talking about the king of the debate, which started this discussion, yeah. Netflix etiquette. Netflix. How do you work it?
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not core just the Netflix. It's any streaming service. Oh, yeah. uh, HBO Go, anything. Particularly anything that focuses on TV, because I
1: think that's when this mostly happens. And more to the point, lots of TV where there's (laughs) several seasons worth of something.
0: Yeah, like the binge pecking order or something like that.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's look over this scenario. And Corey and I are going to break it down to see what falls under what category and how Mm -hmm. we should. And how Corey and I would give a verdict if we were a third party deliberator for Mm -hmm. the situation. Right. So let's set the scene here. We have roommates A, B, and C. They're Uh watching a streaming series that lasts several seasons. Mm -hmm. All three are hooked and really, really enjoy viewing as a group and discussing it later. Only one TV in the house can comfortably perform the stream so Mm -hmm. everyone can watch together. Otherwise, you're using your phone or a tablet or something. It's not as fun as watching it on the TV. Yeah. So at the three people's, their normal tri-weekly viewing time, Mm -hmm. person C says he'll miss due to work. Mm -hmm. but can resume at the next group showing in two days. Mm -hmm. All right. Person A and B have the night off, and they really, really want to watch this show. Yeah. If they do, the flow of the viewing schedule between the three is going to be disrupted since they watch about two to three episodes in one viewing. And we can be real
0: about this, too. Uh, Speaking outside of the context of like a college uh, dorm room situation where drama will erupt over anything from like a a fucking cornflake being left on the kitchen floor to (laughs) an orgy being held in the bathroom. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Have you been in these scenarios? No, I never went to college, but I know plenty of people who have. (laughs) And it sounds like that most years people spend in college are being just idiots, mostly. So uh, not to judge too harshly, but y'all idiots. Um,
1: (laughs) Young people are mostly for the for the majority stupid. Yeah. Um, but we're talking like people in their mid 20s, 30s, whatever yeah, who yeah, late 20s 30s or 30s.
0: And if they're and if they're like from our generation, it is likely that they're still in roommate situation up until like maybe th- their 40s, you know, because it's it's that's the way it's worked out. So, there's not going to be explosive tata uh, tata's over this or anything like that. That sounds like a j- <laughs> <laughs> Go with it. It's not going to be a showdown over this shit is what we're saying. But yeah. You know, somebody is going to walk back to their bedroom like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> so what can be done to avoid
1: the what the fucks? Or if we want to avoid fucks. what the fucks.
0: Yeah. If, if a what the fuck
1: is even worth tendering in these in these scenarios. <laughs> so, continue. All right. So let's uh, let's establish some of the things that we have to consider. The first thing <laughs> is the show truly episodic. Mm-hmm. Meaning you need to watch every single episode, one after another, without breaking up the pattern, or you're going to be confused as hell, like, say, 24. Uh huh. Or is this more of a fluid show, like, say, Seinfeld, where you can just jump in, Yeah. and the person who misses out can just watch <laughs> any time? A third caveat, is it Sherlock? Which seems to defy category. I think, if, if I had to pick one or the other, I would say... Sherlock would be episodic, where you have to watch everyone. and there's only right. three per season. I mean, there's, if it's that there's three about. per season, but each season is like a series of movies. That's true. H- each one is like good ninety minutes, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. So, well, you know, what uh,
1: what uh, criteria would that fill? Fill? Well, I think we would have to look at some other uh, conditions, like mm-hmm. the length of time. Mm-hmm. Is the show only a half hour, or is it over an hour? The okay. longer the air time the more, the, the, the longer it's going to take yeah. person C to catch up. Yeah, and the more difficult it's going to be the schedule too. Yeah. Because that's yeah, going to have
0: to be, it's going to have to be a strictly
1: after work thing. Right. This is kind of uh, like these three guys, they they would three times a week would get together mm-hmm. and one of those times is getting disrupted. So yeah. how do they proceed from their type of situation?
0: <laughs> I wonder why that sounds
1: so familiar. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Five of us living in that house at one Mm, point. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess another thing to establish is the importance of the show. Right. Uh, Because we like to discuss this later on. Mm -hmm. Does this also run the risk of spoilers being discussed in front of person C with an earshot Mm -hmm. when the first two people, if they were to go ahead and watch the episode? Yep. Here is a scenario that Corey and I are going to work with. Uh, we're going to act as an outside consultant, and come up with <laughs> verdicts based on our two possible scenarios, uh-huh. regardless of our personal opinion of the show. Uh, now, two of the most popular shows last year, hmm. The Big Bang Theory, which had an average runtime of about 20 minutes, uh-huh. and Game of Thrones, which lasted over an hour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Corey, if you were trying to dictate this of uh, how they should go along... Mm-hmm. How would you do it if the show was Big Bang? How, um, Big Bang Theory? We're going Or, to, or uh, How I Met Your Mother.
0: We're with, going to be going with, uh, yes. <laughs> That's better. That show, at least from the beginning, I was marginally interested in. Uh, Big Bang Theory is just a, a postmodern minstrel show that should die in a fire. Uh, <laughs> and the uh, and the, uh, the ashes should be spread among a uh, 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 fucking Nazi burial All ground, right. I guess. Objection, conjecture yeah, yeah sorry rejected. all right yeah i'm leading i'm leading the witness the jury and the judge and uh insulting pretty much everybody that watches that show sorry about that <laughs> kind of anyway um <laughs> so here's how we dealt with how i met your mother because it was very episodic 20 episodes per season um and because it was a sitcom, I could kind of see where plot points were going to develop and anything that was a, that was like a huge reveal, except for one season. I'm pretty sure people have seen the show know which one I'm talking about. I kind of let the two other people off the hook because, you know, I could just pop back in and, hey, you know what? An hour and a half dedicated to catching up. That's at least three episodes. No big deal. Um, now, here's, here's a caveat. During that one season where there was like uh, a huge shocker plot point sort of a thing that happens at the end of it, they actually... Of their own accord, held off, even though I gave them carte blanche to go ahead with it. So, having good roommates counts for a lot here. But otherwise, with a show like that, that's easy to invest in. Uh, that's easy to invest in catching up on, and is if you miss an episode or two and you hear a spoiler, you're not going to be too upset about it. I think it's okay. However, Game of Thrones, nobody touched that shit until the entire jury is seated.
1: <laughs> nobody. I agree. That show is. As much of a fan as I am of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. if Alicia was watching it with me, and mm-hmm. if I watched one ahead of her, I mm-hmm. think well, she'd be upset. Let's just <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. There, there would be. Uh, you'd be bringing the futon back out to the doghouse. I guess if we were like an Andy <laughs> Cap comic strip or something, we're we're the fucking Lockhorns here, and this is the 1950s. You're <laughs> in the doghouse. Yeah. No, so- somebody somebody's just dismayed is really what happens. But you know, yeah. Game of Thrones is a Game of Thrones is no fly territory whatsoever.
1: Yeah, th- I, I would suggest uh, person A and B, if Game of Thrones was in question, watch mm-hmm. something else and then watch as a trio. Exactly. Uh, when available.
0: Because that's the nice thing about Netflix. You can always invest in a show for yourself before selling it to anybody else, which is uh, not the C scenario really, but has come into play a lot. That's how I got caught up on Terriers. The other person in the house saw it, and they were like, "Dude, binge this shit!" And it's like, "All right, oh, this is worth binging." And then we sold it to the third person, and we binged along with
1: her after that. Okay, yeah, uh huh, yeah. Now, uh, "How I Met Your Mother," I'm not. You described it a little bit. I never saw the show. Uh, it was one of those shows that once it started, I never got into it after mm-hmm. it turned yeah. hot. Can this show be rewatched uh, by the third person and not miss? Uh, any important storylines or spoilers?
0: Okay, and that's why I was trying to talk about that because from season to season, that makes the difference. If you went like with the first two seasons, then it would be like, oh, that's how this happened. So even if you did watch them uh, out of order, they'd still be out of order, and uh, therefore, at least one plot point, one big re- one big reveal would like supersede another big reveal. So that's a unique show in that it defies that idea. I think okay. it could have. I think it could be done like that
1: mm-hmm Okay, so, sir, <clears throat> so you met your mother. You would suggest go ahead and watch, yeah, Game of Thrones. Hold your phone.
0: Game of Thrones. If uh, if if an episode of Game of Thrones is jumped ahead, that becomes Geneva Convention level shit, <laughs> and uh, that's a yeah, that's a fate I
1: wouldn't want to tempt. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so it, it so the overlining mark is it depends on the show. It depends on the qual- uh, the show itself. It depends on the runtime. Mm-hmm. And other than that, just use your head. Depends on how
0: easygoing at least one-third of that roommate makeup is as well. Uh, just assume all three of them were pot smokers. They're really late back. <laughs> then this isn't even an issue. <laughs> 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 they're going to lose their place anyway. <laughs> yeah, they're going to lose their place anyway, and they're not going to give a whole lot of a fuck, at least not for <laughs> too long. Like, the third guy's going to come in and see that they're watching. They're in the middle of, like, fucking Daredevil or something, right? And he's going to be like, Oh man, what the hell! And then he sits down and continues watching with them.
1: Yeah, they're gonna sit down like they're watching the hallway fight, dude. Have we seen this before? <laughs> no. Yeah, I think you would remember maybe. if you. I think you'd remember if you saw that before. <laughs> yeah, watching it again.
0: They're probably watching it for like the third time in a row. That's probably what I yeah. would have done.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Anyway, so they're so, high functioning pot addicts. I love these people we came up with. <laughs> <laughs> we do straw men right. Yeah. <laughs> NPCs yeah (laughs) so Mm -hmm. let's move on to our next topic and this is something very big that Mm. I'm incredibly excited to to finally announce and we're going to do it here on nerd or not and you're going to hear about more of it later for the next month we are requesting all of our viewers whether it be on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, wherever. Shit, this is almost going like,
0: this could count as retro because your old channel. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah we tried exactly. this before. <laughs> it it, had, it was kind of successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a lot of great input on it. Basically, what we did was we took in suggestions from as many people as we can get mm-hmm. to give us their favorite comedy movies. Mm-hmm. And then what we did was we worked it out. Uh, every movie that... We got a, uh, a list for, got a vote. And the higher voted movies receded a Seed. So then we took the top, I think we took the top 64 comedies. Seed. seed. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a very uh, cathartic word to say. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: Seed. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are talking smack about potheads. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us
1: don't need the assistance. Yeah. Sorry, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we, we came up with 64 movies, and we arranged them into a playoff bracket mm-hmm. and just had people vote between these two matchups of one movie versus another movie, and the winner would move on and so forth. You know how a bracket works, just like a playoff bracket.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So the overall winner when we last did this was Ghostbusters, was everyone's favorite comedy movie. Mm-hmm. We're doing it again. All right, but want to introduce the great action movie playoffs. <laughs> all right, so we want you to submit your movies. I don't care if it's one. I don't care if it's five. I don't care if it's 20. Mm-hmm. Enter in as your favorite action movies of all time. Send them to us. Either do it in the YouTube comments, do it on Instagram, do it on Twitter, do it on Facebook, wherever. You just have to get it to us. We, you can email them to us at Guild, Guild at gmail.com. Every time you hit that, it sounds like thunder in the background. I love it. I'm uh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was... <laughs> get over here,
0: Mr. Microphone. Your presence is not... Well, it is needed,
1: but it's barely tolerated. Yeah. So you enter in these movies to us. Use the hashtag nerd or not. It's going to be... Mm-hmm. Well, well, everything in description is going to be down below of how yep. to get us your list. We you want know, your below these movies right here. With them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, what the hell? Stream of (laughs) consciousness is
1: very flat. Yeah. (laughs) But once we get the list, we're going to seed them accordingly uh, to popularity in one of four brackets of eight movies each. In Mm -hmm. case you need to do the math, that's 32. Right. 32. Yeah, 32. They'll go head to head. Each movie will move on or be eliminated until we have, according to your vote, the greatest action movie of Mm -hmm. all time. Now, we got to go over a few parameters, and there's not many.
0: Uh-oh. basically
1: if you think it's an action movie it qualifies because there are some movies Corey and I have some great examples that we're gonna go over yeah like I'll go first uh this one is this an action movie or a comic book movie I'm gonna say action
0: yeah although most comic book movies that 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 could be a question for a lot of comic book movies yeah. uh because that's that's part that's like core to their
1: genetic makeup pretty much I've never it's... seen a comic book without action so yeah, yeah. You have one, don't you? That you I'm, think... I'm sorry.
0: Shit. All um, right, we'll do this one at a time. See, I was trying to think of a comic book movie that doesn't have a whole lot of action, and I want to say that there is one out there. I just can't come up with it. Um, yeah, it was like this guy right here, Phantom, yeah. which a lot of people would be like, "Is that an action movie or is that a crap movie?" Hmm. <laughs> this is one of my guilty pleasures, and I'm sorry, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a fun fucking movie. There's a lot of chases. There's a lot of fightings. Uh, there's pirates pirates before pirates were a thing like a big thing Before they were so, super popular yeah yeah billy zane versus street williams that's like the crap they like crap of the b-list right
1: there it's good shit God. don't get me wrong <laughs> I, i'm still amazed that um bruce campbell was up for that role for a long time <sighs> that would have pushed it past like the turd
0: event horizon as far as movies <laughs> went. <laughs> that would have been amazing. But we'll take our allowances of Bruce Campbell where we can get them. I'm glad he got a sci-fi western that was on TV for yeah. at least two seasons, co-starring John Aston. <laughs> that, yeah, that's that's like a psychotronic gold mine right there. So anyway, um what else are we looking at here? What about, uh, let's say, is this a foreign film or an action film? If you've seen this movie, oh, you're going to say it's a fucking action film. But, um, uh, but it's French. It? But it's French. Be forewarned. Um, and it's got an Iron Chef in it. I don't know if that would trigger you or not, but I hate <laughs> the Iron Chef. I hate him. I don't. I'm just saying. Anyway. So, um. yeah.
1: Some other examples are, well, this, that's clearly an action movie. I don't know. It's it's yeah. kind of like the, the Phantom. It's not even a good movie, but it is an action movie. <laughs> uh, but this, this is a great example right here. Is this a sci-fi uh, movie yeah. or is this an action movie? There are actually- I am going to lean towards action on this, even though there's oh, yeah. lots of sci-fi in it.
0: Uh, okay, see, I would have veered away from action in that, in that there are action scenes, okay? But it, aside from the sci-fi elements, it is largely a procedural sort of thing. It's a lot like, um, ooh, I was about to use a really bad example, I'm sorry, because people do call Bullet one of the greatest action movies ever made, even though there's just a car chase, and that's it.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's true, right? Um, I, basically, if you're having a hard time deciding, like <laughs> this one. Oh. Is, it? is this fantasy or is this action? And and like you said, there's not, there isn't a ton of action in this. I mean, basically, this story is set up for the other two. Yeah, there's a few fight scenes or whatever. But I mean, to me, to me,
0: I've said before that the uh, the Lord of the Rings things. If you uh, okay, I'll, I'll try to set it up like this. A lot of people consider the Hobbit movies to be the popcornier take on the Middle Earth saga, right? Mm-hmm. And from an ornamental, uh, from like a superficial standpoint, yeah, you can see it as that because there are a lot more things just like, you know, happening in it. There are more action scenes in it than the Lord of the Rings movies. Lord of the Rings movies, to me, are all about wonder and spectacle. And a very, uh, there's a very strong dose of, uh, of uh, uh, character-driven plot in it. So, however, you brought up an example that almost immediately flipped that shit on its head. It was in The Two Towers.
1: Yes, the Helm's Deep scene.
0: That's action. And that takes a long fucking time to get
1: through. (laughs) Yeah. So it takes up a huge chunk of the movie. So Mm -hmm. basically, think of it like this. If you consider it an action movie, submit it. Mm -hmm. If it's popular enough to stand on its merit, it will go through.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Did you have one more that you had as an example? Uh, come to think
0: of it, I don't know. I mean, I, I I liked, I showed off uh, I showed this long kiss goodnight because I love Shane Black and Shane Black's kind of like the Duke of, you know, action movies. But the reason a lot of people uh, remember his movies so well, or at least, you know, why they've developed such a cult is because a lot of investment is given to the characters. And that's why Lethal Weapon is gonna be like, uh, regarded as like one of the best action movies ever made because you remember the names of the the principals, Martin Riggs. uh, uh, Murtaugh, damn it. <laughs> 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 fuck you, performance anxiety. Fuck you. Right in the face. But there's all that dialogue and, and the violence in the movies uh, uh, serve to further the plots. And uh, it's... Uh, they're just very well-developed films. This one in particular, however, and I almost picked Kiss Kiss Bang Bang to, to kind of set the same example. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, I don't call an action movie. A lot of people will. That's cool. I understand. But there is so much more time given to like banter and character development than in any other Shane Black movie. You ah, get me definitely. talking about Shane Black movies, I'm going to get lost in that crap.
1: Well, Don't judge. We'll talk uh, more precisely about um, some movies in our list later. Uh-huh, right. Mm-hmm. So thank you everybody for watching. Next mm-hmm. time we got uh, we're going to talk some more about the action movie playoffs and we're going to Go into detail of like some of our personal favorite movies. And yeah. if want those lists? Guild at gmail.com or any of the social media that you see Cretan Guild part of. So, absolutely make yeah. that shit manifest. Yeah. We, we, the more you guys participate, the more awesome it will be. That is mm-hmm. without a doubt. So, go ahead, subscribe, like, comment, do whatever. You need to give us your list. We want your list. Give us your movies. Give those, give those movies. Do it now. Okay. In a world. Jeez. That was really good. You've been practicing that? No, I haven't. I was just I here, let me get a because I (laughs) got in a world where you should subscribe your movies and subscribe to Credence Guild.
0: Wait, say this, say this, hold on a second. In a world where your proctologist has calloused fingers.
1: In a world where your proctologist has calloused fingers and moles all over the fingertips. (laughs) (laughs) I just got shivers saying that. (laughs) Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next time. Jay will probably be with us. Yep. Probably. I want to say. yeah.
0: Yeah. He's he's uh, he's doing the company crush right now, but uh, yeah, he's pounding that keyboard hard. We're expecting that
1: he'll survive, yeah. perhaps. All, All right, right, so after uh, four attempts, we are trying to sign off. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. Not your vlog board. Mm-hmm. All right, good night. It's my fault this time. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>